Incoming message. Synchronizing. What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions. Here we go. My name is Danny. I'm Garrett. No Taylor again. A little bit of update on that front. So Taylor got a super cool new job, Mm -hmm. but it did kind of change her schedule up a little bit, and she's busy as cuss. So she's going to be kind of like our honorary like hiatus third member. Mm -hmm. So any any episodes where she like has the time, she's going to be here and be super fired up and have cool stuff to talk about it. uh, Talk about. But there's definitely going to be times where she's busy as crud and just. Can't be on the show, yeah. which is unfortunate, it's but at least unfortunate. she's still going to be here sometimes. True. Uh, so anyway, uh, this is Terminal Transmissions. As I said, we're a pop culture type of deal. You know, we talk about movie, TV shows, video games, science and tech, that kind of stuff. It's super fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We're both huge nerds. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like huge nerds. And you're going to find that out in today's episode <laughs> specifically. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about how apparently Iron Fist is just getting trounced in like every single review so far. Yeah. Uh, we're going to conject a little bit about the final two seasons of Game of Thrones, both in terms of how they're shorter, what we think is going to happen with mm-hmm. them, uh, and some of the kind of little bit of tidbits of information that have been revealed about the tone and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to talk about Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is out. We've been playing it for the last week. And then we're going to finish up just kind of talking a little bit about Thor 3. I know we've talked about it like five times, but... Yeah. Uh, it came out that apparently Big Trouble in Little China was a large inspiration for the movie. I was already fired up for Thor 3, and then Big Trouble in Little China is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So yeah, fuck yeah. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, starting off in TV, <laughs> so we want to talk about Iron Fist. I- I've been fired up about Iron Fist for a while. Right. I really like the character a lot. Uh, he's up there in one of my top Marvel characters. And, you know, Daredevil on Netflix was awesome. Uh, Luke Cage was fantastic, yeah, and Jessica absolutely. Jones was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. So we've been ready to go. You know, this was kind of the final series leading up to the Defenders, mm-hmm. sort of like Avengers of TV. Yeah. Um, but apparently, starting off, there was a ton of controversy uh, surrounding the show just because of sort of like the whole whitewashing thing. And in this day and age, like, you know, people commonly make the argument like, but he was white in the comics. That doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You can go back and find a bunch of fucking problematic shit in comics that doesn't mean you should keep it. Right. In the movie. <laughs> right. Like, you can just change it. That's mm-hmm. not a thing. Like, you can just make it like an Asian dude or an Asian American dude, and it's just, that's just fine. Right. So there was already just a heap of, like, shit on top of the show, like, ready to fall downhill. Mm-hmm. And then the reviews started coming out. Yeah. It was one review first. I think it was Polygon who got okay. a hold of it first. Uh, and they released a review saying that they only watched the first six episodes and it was fucking trash. And I was like, okay. They definitely mentioned the, the you know, the white actor choice. And so I was kind of like, they might have already been super, like, you know, on the fence about it because of that. Right. So maybe we'll get some other reviews mm-hmm. and we'll find out some more. Uh, but no, like basically yeah. every single review so far has been <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah. I've, I've been trying to stay away because I, I don't really like to read reviews and what have you, uh, before, before shows come out or movies come out or anything. But I've, this has been popping up like crazy. Yeah. It's been popping up, but I've been reading headlines and, and I even read a tiny, tiny bit today that was saying like, Someone was comparing it to a soap opera. Yeah. Which I was like, Jesus, calm down. Yeah. And then, uh, and other people were saying like, it was, it was like mega generic, just like really boring. Yeah. Like every, everything you would think that it would be from the get go. There's nothing, 
It doesn't like throw anything crazy out at you that you wouldn't expect. Right. That sort of thing. Uh, which is a really a bummer because of all of them, his, his story has the potential of being the craziest. Yeah. So it's really weird that if this is true, if his is the most boring to me, that's that's very odd. I do want to point out that he, uh, Finn Jones, the the character, the, I'm sorry. The, <laughs> Finn Jones, the character, not the actor. The, the actor that plays Iron Fist. Uh, he actually responded, uh, I think it was yesterday, to some of the reviews, and he said, uh, the show is not made for critics. They are first and, forma- first and foremost made for the fans. So, I mean, I want that to be true, mm-hmm. right? But I don't think so, because all of the other Defender shows... We're both? Yeah, we're both. Here's my, here's my two cents on that. First and foremost... His whole handling of this entire show from the from Jump Street has been super like immature. Oh, really? Yeah, like every response he's had has been like super defensive and mm. like very like blamey and like shitty. Secondly, I feel like comic book fans are more critical than critics <laughs> in a lot of circumstances. <laughs> yeah, I feel like comic book fans are going to tear the show <laughs> to shreds more than critics. Right, are. right. But yeah, it's a bummer, and I, I mean, I just don't like. I oh, every review is bad so far. Yeah, that sucks. Like, man. really bad. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to give it a shot. Apparently, one of the things is that, like, going into it, you know, everybody was defending, even him, you know, he said when people would come at him with, you know, like, uh, you know, getting a white actor to play this character, et cetera, he would say, like, uh, like, just wait, though. Like, wait until you see what we've done with the show, mm-hmm. and then you'll, like, think differently of it. From the reviews I read, apparently, a huge part of the show is, like, this white dude mm-hmm. like, landing in an Asian country uh-huh. and then, like, being better than them at their own martial art. Oh. And then coming to America and going to like, I think, or, uh, Wang? Colleen, uh-huh. Jesus Christ, going to like her dojo and then like teaching her, like, you're not good enough at martial arts. Oh, like, no. here's the real way to do it. Oh no. So like going to like an Asian American person and like teaching them how to do martial arts, like better. And yeah. apparently that's like a huge part of the first season. And I'm like, so then that everything that everyone said about it being okay, that it was a white actor is just completely destroyed. If that's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It comes out in three days. Yeah. So. so ugh. Ooh. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I'm nervous. <laughs> it's extra bad because, like, the other three were so good. Yeah, and it, and it sucks because I, I kind of saw this coming that at some point there has to be a bad one. Yeah. You know, like at some point there, or not even necessarily a bad one, but at some point there has to be one not as good. One always has to be on the bottom of the of the stack. Yeah, and because all of the other Defender shows so far have been so fantastic at some point somebody had to drop the ball yeah it was bound to happen the thing about it is as much as i love iron fist Mm -hmm. this is new territory so as long as it's the bad one Mm -hmm. and like defenders punisher and potentially electra are all good Uh uh-huh i'll he can take the bullet (laughs) yeah that's that's a good point that's a good point yeah so we'll see in three days. So when this episode airs, it will have already just rolled out. Yeah, it'll be airing. You'll be watching it in another window as you listen to this and like, oh, they were wrong. <laughs> let us know how wrong we are. We like hearing yeah, that. Let us know in the comments since nobody ever comments on our stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. So we got a lot to talk about about Game of Thrones. Uh, yesterday or the day before, it was finally announced when the next season, season seven of Game of Thrones, is going to be debuting, mm-hmm. which is July 16th. Which is right around the corner. Yeah, it's pretty quick. <sighs> before Shadow of War comes out, which is the new basis for all time. 
<laughs> so anyway, there are a couple things there. Uh, they've also confirmed that the there are only 13 episodes left of Game of Thrones. There's going to be seven in this season and then six in the final season. Yeah, but aren't like a handful of them supposed to be like long as piss? Oh, really? I didn't read that. Yeah, I think like a few of the episodes like are like two an hour and a half or like two hours. Oh, long, damn! I think. Okay, well that that would make sense. But uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, Kit Harrington came out and said in an interview that it's going to be much bigger in scale. He said that they spent an increasing amount of money on less episodes, so it's going to be much bigger in scale. Yeah. So pretty fucking cool. cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's the Great War, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now that that's out of the way, that's that's the concrete news. And now we're going to speculate about what we think might happen and kind of just go over where everything is, honestly, in terms of where, where we left off last last episode. So I know that you, as a Game of Thrones learned scholar, have mm-hmm. a bunch of like you know, talking points based on the last season that you want to go over. But first, before we get into that, I just want to ask you, let's conject. Uh-huh. Who do you think Ed Sheeran's going to play? Yeah, I saw that, that he's going to be somebody. I feel like it's going to have to just be, like, be... I'm in the background. I have a mask. I feel like it's going to have to be Nobody Jones. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, man. They they could make him... I just, just off the top of my... I was kind of thinking myself, and it's like, it could just be anybody. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, he could be a wildling, which would be funny for me. He could be fucking, it would be cool for him to be like, uh, uh, Sir Harold Harding, which is like somebody that hasn't shown up yet in the books or the, uh, or the series, but he's been talked about and he's, uh, spoiler alert for the books. He's who little, so the books are completely different at this point. And in the books, Littlefinger is trying to marry Sansa too. Sir Harold Harding, mm-hmm. who, if Robin Aaron dies, Robert Aaron, Harold Harding becomes the Lord of the Eerie. Right. So he hasn't shown up in either one. So it would be cool because we just haven't seen him. But then again, I think that they're just going to leave him out because I think that they're going to they're going a completely different way with both uh, Sansa and Littlefinger in the show. But it does remain to be seen what exactly happens with the veil. So I don't who know. Do you think we'll have a bigger role, Ed Sheeran or Conor McGregor? <laughs> I fucking hope Ed Sheeran. I feel like Connor like fits the profile of a character better. Right. Like, he looks more like a Game of Thrones character. Right. Yeah. They just have to cover up all those tattoos, and then he does. You could just be like, "Oh, this guy just murdered someone." And yeah. He, I mean, like, fucking, right. fucking. What's his name? Torbjorn. He has a shit ton of tattoos. <laughs> the fucking mountain, and they had him doing like shirtless scenes a bunch of oh, times. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? Huh. Slap him with some makeup. Yeah. So yeah, who knows? But Ed Sheeran and Conor McGregor apparently at least have cameos. Yeah. So, huh. Y'all, he has a solid piece of paper with notes on it. It's about to get real. Yeah. Here. So we're going to talk about it. So just going over in no particular order at all, kind of where we left everyone. So uh, Cersei just blew up King's Landing. <laughs> Fucking still crazy. Yeah. I'm still not over it. So technically, she is the queen yep. of, uh, of Westeros at this point. So... Uh, Jamie didn't seem very happy about her doing that, and uh, if and everyone may recall, that was exactly what uh, Eric King Eris was trying to do, yeah. and why Jamie killed him. Yeah. So I feel Jamie's like, going to give her a poke, but yeah. not the kind that he did at the beginning of the story. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what's going to happen. I feel like so in the books, there's a uh, just real quick try not to not to jabber y'all too much about this, but in the books, there is a uh, a prophecy that was given to Cersei when she was a teenager. And it basically, uh, it says that, like, the Valon car is going to kill you, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
by like suffocating you, I think is what it says. And, and that translates in Valyrian to little brother. So technically she is the older sister of Jamie. Mm-hmm. She takes it to mean Tyrion, mm-hmm. but I think that it means Jamie. And I think Jamie's going to kill her. Has so, to. Yeah. So that's, that's them. Uh, so we have no idea what either of them are going to be doing. Yeah. And we still haven't really seen zombie mountain do shit. So he's probably going to pop the fuck off. Yeah. He's, he's got to make a, some kind of, not even just an appearance. He's going to have to do something crazy. Yeah. Uh, and Quiburn, who who created him, uh, he's gonna have to probably do some other crazy shit too. How so, many, how many characters do you think are gonna die before the end of the series? Ooh, like most, I, I feel like I feel like a Hank. There's gonna be like a <laughs> Hank of dead characters by the end. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, man, let's see. So Lady Olena, who's the Queen of Thorns, she's she is now uh, basically the well, she's not not even basically. In, in the like in the, the show, the sole like member of that family. Yeah, uh, she has she has two other son or grandsons, but they're both at High Garden. But it showed that basically she's the one making all the moves. Yeah, which is pretty accurate for her in the books. But she is fully on board with Daenerys. So Daenerys has like the king dude fucking alliance going on oh, right yeah. now. So Daenerys has three dragons, an assload of Dothraki, an assload of Unsullied. Now she has the some of the Greyjoys joining her. Yep. She has Dorne joining her in full. And now she also has the Reach. That's fucking nuts. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's OP. Yeah. I it's 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 hard to imagine like anything being Competing able to like Yeah, like what the fuck are you gonna do yeah. against that? I think if our if our old hopes and dreams mm-hmm. of the final battle actually being between her and John, uh-huh. uh he could he's gonna have basically everyone else. Right, right. Which is gonna be pretty solid. Yeah. Because like if if Jamie kills Cersei, then mm-hmm. Jamie will be the king. And then he'll definitely side with 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 Jon Snow in the, in the long run yeah. against against Daenerys, yeah, man, it, it's so hard to say because they're doing Jamie so differently in the show than in the books. True, because in the books he is one hundred and ten percent like I have like I've taken an oath, so I'm not I'm not going to own anything, I'm not going to command anything, like I'm not going. So it, in the books there was a I forget his name, but there was an old Kingsguard who they actually call like the kingmaker and it was mm-hmm. because he like took a side at one point and like became political and he changed the Targaryen on the throne. Right. Jamie specifically doesn't want to be like that guy who's like pretty much the most reviled Kingsguard member ever other than him. Other than him, right. I was going <laughs> to yeah. say ever. Yeah. <laughs> the, wild, the wild thing about it is what's probably going to happen is mm-hmm. so they're going to have these two giant armies whether it be, you know, Cersei and Daenerys or whoever, there's going to be a mm-hmm. huge war, right? Right. And everyone's going to just wipe each other out. Right. And then the fucking White Walkers are going to be like, oh, there's only seven dudes left? Yeah, Tight. so I think I think that it's all going to be that. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, so, Sorry, I don't, I don't have your list, so I'm just jumping uh, around with whatever pops into my head. It's okay. So now, other, other than them, that's like one alliance. Right. And then we have another alliance, it looks like, that's a lot more... On shaky legs, I would say. Uh, and, and that's the North, who have like five dudes left. Yeah. But they have just declared Jon Snow king of the North, which he didn't seem very happy about. And again, it remains to be seen how he wants to do this, because in the books, like he was dead set on like, I'm not going to like fuck up my vows again, because I already right. did that once. 
Um, I will say, in terms of obviously, Daenerys has numbers, mm-hmm. but I think the 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 North Army has more like heroic like characters. <laughs> right, they right. have more like named legends uh, yeah, yeah. on their team. Yeah, they do. And on top of that, they have at least on on paper uh, they have the Vale uh, allied with them, mm-hmm. but that is being commanded by Littlefinger, and he is not to be fuck. trusted. Yeah, so that's he's that, the main villain. That's if it was like anyone, if like Littlefinger didn't exist, and it was like Bronzion Royce was was the one that was like, all right, the Vale's with the North now. I'd be like, cool, the Vale is solidly with the North, but it's Littlefinger, so that doesn't mean anything. He could just be like, nope, we, we're left, we're leaving you out in the cold, as it were. Um, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, so <laughs> the North has the Vale and a whole mess of wildlings. So. I don't know. They don't have like anyone else. Right. Um, The Stormlands are still like fucked up from the uh, War of Five Kings. The Riverlands are still fucked up. And now the Lannisters like have Edmure. Yeah, that's like every everybody. Uh, Okay. And then we have no idea what Sansa is going to be doing. Right. She has to have some bigger role. I don't I don't know what it's going to be. I hope it's something really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, I hope that Sansa kills Littlefinger and that would be fucking dope. Littlefinger wants to be king. He's definitely not happy at all about John uh, getting declared king of the North. Mm-hmm. He was definitely peeved about that. Sam is in is in Old Town with his his ancestral his his house's ancestral sword, Heartsbane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck's gonna happen there. That that I, that's like the the plot point that I'm most pumped about because right. it's so fucking absurd, right? It's like, what the fuck is going to happen here? Like, his dad, his dad would, like, kill thousands to get that sword back. Yep. I, can't, I can't imagine that that's not going to be a major thing. Let's see. Bran is now... Making bad choices. Yeah, terrible choices. Uh, he could have uh, accidentally caused, like, the wall to be, like, null and void at this point. Because mm-hmm. uh, the protections were the same that were the protections on, on uh, the Three-Eyed Raven's cave. Which it looked like he fucked up. Good going, Bran. So it remains to be seen. We'll probably see a lot more time hopping with him uh, now that he doesn't have anyone to tell him not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's an idiot. He's probably going to be bopping around and we're probably going to get to see some cool shit. I have no idea what that will be at this point. But I hope that we learn some other cool stuff. Um, let's see. Arya is in Westeros. She killed Walder Frey. Thank, thank you, Arya. Yeah. Big ups to you, Arya off the chain. Uh, I'm wondering with her just how much it's going to go with her being like crazy, like uh, not like crazy, like she's crazy, but just like how crazy her story is going to be. Right. Cause it shows that she fully just does have like the, uh, the faceless man powers and she definitely holds a motherfucking grudge uh, and she is in the Riverlands. So I'm wondering if they're, they basically gave her kind of like lady Stoneheart's storyline from the book mm-hmm. uh and it looks like they might have because that's what lady stoneheart was doing in the book is killing phrase um so we'll see we'll see where that goes how many people off her list do you think they're going to give her to kill i i i feel like that it's going to have to go crazy i yeah. feel like they're going to have to do some cool shit with her she's a she they've spent so much build-up for her in the last two seasons and for that just to culminate with her just killing walter Frey, i I don't think so. That was like that was like a two minute scene. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna have to go like wild with it. 
I feel like she's going to have to be chopping some fools. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, and then Euron is commanding the majority of the Iron Islanders. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, it remains to be seen what he's going to do, but I'm thinking that they might have to give him to Cersei. Like just to just to put right. her on like some kind of some sort of fucking level playing field because right. at this point she's got nobody. Yeah, I, I'm I'm like I, okay, you're like queen of nothing. So I'm guessing they're gonna give her the Lannister men, and so that would mean that she would get the Westerlands, and then if they maybe give her the Iron Islanders too, that might that might be something. And then we have White White Walkers. And then we have the Hound that is definitely still alive. He's just off mad somewhere in the woods. Uh, yeah. And then we definitely have the Mountain. So do you think the Hound is doing like a legit like heel face turn? I think so. And I hope so. So do you think that Arya considers her first experience that he's marked off the list now? I think so. I don't I think, think so. that she would kill him. Okay. So here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think that Hound and the Mountain are going to fuck each other up. Uh-huh. And they're like we we were pretty sure that their like Clegane battle is going to happen. Right. Clegane Ball 96. Right. <laughs> and I think that they're going to be just both like laying on the ground uh-huh. and like immobile and then she's just going to come in and take and the, the killing blow of That'd the Mountain. That'd be dope. I would love for that to happen. I want I want I want him to be dead for real. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's going to be dope. I really do. I I really want Arya to get a way bigger role yeah. in, like, just chopping people. I want to see Sansa get, like, a way bigger role. Uh, I'm honestly kind of bummed out at what they did. I would have loved for her to get declared, like, the queen in the North. Mm-hmm. I would really love for John to refuse it mm-hmm. and be like, no, I'm not doing it. And then Sansa takes over. Uh, I don't know, though. It, it It's just so wild. It remains to be seen. I think that, I think that ultimately, though... Wrapping it all around, I think that what's going to happen is Bran is going to get back to Winterfell or somewhere or even just like astral project to them and be like, hey, guys, I know that y'all are like trying to fight for Westeros and stuff, but there's not going to be a Westeros left. Right. Unless y'all stop these White Walkers, we need Daenerys' dragons to come scorch these fucking White Walkers. And I think that that's what it's going to culminate in They're I, I don't know if they're going to do like the John and Daenerys get married thing. A lot of people think that it's going to happen. I really kind of hope not. Yeah. I don't know. Are they cousins? Yeah, but that's Targaryen's bag, baby. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they have to do it. Yeah, that's... Shouldn't that's, they be like the millennials who like stop doing what their parents did? I mean, well, I feel like Daenerys ain't that kind of gal. Ugh. I feel like she would definitely be like, oh, wait, you're Targaryen? We, we got to consolidate power. Yeah, but... I'm going to catch a Hank. But I really, really doubt that Jon can have Chirins at this point. Yeah, he did die. Yeah, he's a cor- dead corpse man. Yeah, he's a him in the mountain or the same person. <laughs> How many undead characters are there now? I don't know. There's a, there's a few. At least three. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's. I think it's going to be nuts. It's going to be cool, though. But, yeah, I do think it's going to all culminate with, like, hey, we need to stop, like, fucking around, and we have to go kill these White Walkers. Right. And if you think about the size of the, of the, the White Walker army right now, mm-hmm. it would get obliterated. By the forces that are all teamed up. Right, right. So they're going to have to, like, demolish each other mm-hmm. to where there's, like, seven dudes left. Right. And then they're going to be like, oh, shit, okay, we have to team up and rally now. Real. And we should have listened to the, like, six people who believed this the whole time. <laughs> right. Oops. Yeah. I, I hope we get more uh, of uh, Lady Mormont. 
Yeah, little, dude, she, she was, was fucking it. so dope. Yeah, Davos better show up and still be cool as fuck. He is the coolest. He is, even though he's missing some things. Yeah. Also, Melisandre should die. Yeah, I'm ready I, for her. To I hate her so much. I'm ready for her to be dead. I hope. Um, I hope Jorah like gets not dead. Yeah, like I hope that he at least at least if he dies, it's like in a cool heroic moment. Like mm-hmm. he shows back up for the final battle with like a full stone arm. I hope they do that, man. I hope that they. I hope they do the stone arm thing. Uh, I I hope they do like kind of. We talked about it before. Of like, it's a part in the book where a, a character from the book that isn't in the show gets like his arm burned, but it becomes like a super arm. Mm-hmm. And I want I want that to get scooped over to fucking Jorah. That would be so cool if he just has like gross burn arm Darth Vader powers with it. Yeah. He, he can just like lift a dude up with one arm and just like and throw lift him. It. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it remains to be seen. Any of this is all conjecture. Yeah, so we got a lot. I mean, I would say other than like Westworld, our Game of Thrones predictions are pretty fucking spot on most yeah, of the time. It's real. Also, we, we're still thinking about doing a spinoff show for Game of Thrones this season. Like, I know we have like three people that actually, we have a ton of people. You're listening to this right now. <laughs> Right, we have like a hundred and something people who listen every week. Uh-huh. So, like, please, please contact us and mm-hmm. tell us if you actually think we should do a Game of Thrones spinoff. Yeah, because last season we we dedicated like three quarters of every episode to the like Game of Thrones. So we were like, maybe we should split this off and do it as a separate podcast entirely because legitimately. We were talking for like 45 minutes about Game of Thrones and then like trying to fit everything else into 15 minutes. Yeah, it's like okay. If you're listening to us right now on iTunes or SoundCloud or some other, because we're on like 15 different podcast things, mm-hmm. go to our Facebook or go to our Twitter and fucking hit us up and be like, yes, you should do a Game of Thrones spinoff. Because it was seriously, that was back when we were doing hour episodes mm-hmm. and we would seriously not being like, not exaggerating. We would talk about Game of Thrones for like 45 minutes every episode. Real. So then people who are like behind by a couple of days on the show would have to skip like fucking 80% of the episode every day. Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, let us know, please. All right, so in Ghost Recon Land, we Danny and I have <laughs> been playing Wildlands even. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been playing a lot. We've yeah. been playing a lot of Ghost Recon Danny more than me. I was still finishing up uh Horizon and so I didn't get to like get the jump on it as much. You have no life. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I didn't mean that. Um, I did. <laughs> I play a lot of video games, but it's been, it's been, it's been good. It's been fun. I like it. Um, but it's not perfect. No, there. it's got some, it's got some flaws. I think it has less flaws than horizon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would I would say so. I would say so. Especially like mechanically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I did have like, I did make like a good and bad list and okay. some of the bad ones are. I will admit again, just like last time, some of them are like splitting hairs. Fesh out. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would say good. I would say the map is fucking massive in a really cool way. Yeah. I haven't looked it up and I was actually going to earlier and forgot. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if it's the biggest game map ever, but mm-hmm. it's got to goddamn be up there. Yeah. It's fucking huge. It's also really, really pretty. It's not as pretty as Horizon, but like nothing is. Right. Uh, but it, yeah, it's, it's, it's really pretty. It's also really cool. It feels really cool to play. Yeah, like you feel like a like an action star. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of sweet guns in it. Very uh, sweet. Yeah, it's it like you can mod out your guns like even more than you could in the division, which is crazy oh, yeah. you to me. Can change like the barrel, the fucking like barrel like uh, attachment, mm-hmm. the fucking under barrel, the fucking rail, the fucking trigger. 
the butt, the yeah. the mag. You literally have like seven options per gun. Yep. It's nuts. Uh, there's also a fucking insane amount of clothing options. Oh yeah, which is also really cool. They like, I love that they did that. That you don't you don't have to go unlock almost anything. There's there's some options that you don't get from the jump, but it's it's pretty fucking wild. Right? How big how big of like your wardrobe is from just the start of the game, and I really love that they did that. Um, it's also like I was gonna say like it's so much fun to play with your friends. Oh yeah. It's like to an absurd degree, like how much fun it is. It's one of the most fun co-op games I've ever played. Uh, And I was going to say in that vein, it's also amazing that you can play it completely non-linearly. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. And and that really helps because like, again, like Danny was already doing stuff with when I hadn't even touched the game yet. And then I was able to jump in and just jump straight into missions with him having not played any and he has already played like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and it just doesn't matter like it's like oh i can just go do these other missions with you cool um so that's really neat also there's a couple parts of the game that just feel like they're their own games them unto themselves which i was going to say is uh specifically motorcycle driving yeah and skydiving yeah the it's mechanics, nuts. The mechanics for both are fucking like the best I've ever played in a game ever. Yeah, it like to, to the point where it's like y'all spent so much time and effort on this, and it's awesome, and it shows, especially with the motorcycle driving. The motorcycle driving feels like you're playing like a motocross game. It's so fun when yeah. you just like go off road. As long as you don't run into like a rock and kill yourself, mm-hmm. if you're just cruising off road on a dirt bike, it's so satisfying. Yeah. Uh, so those are the I would say those are the goods, and there and I'm probably missing a few, but. Uh, so of the bad ones, uh, I was going to say as awesome as it is to do team up, once you've teamed up with your friends, the single player is completely blah. Yeah. You can like never go back to single player. It's yeah. so boring. Yeah. In the beta, I played a little bit by myself in the very beginning before I played with anyone else. I, I played like an hour solo and it was fine. I was able to do it. As soon as we had played together, I tried going and playing alone at one point and it's like, the most boring thing once you once you've experienced the multiplayer the multiplayer is so much fun that the single player is trash yeah it's garbage uh and then it is kind of buggy yeah you do get some really annoying bugs like fucking enemies like see you through walls sometimes Mm -hmm. or you'll just get seen Mm -hmm. from like an inexplicable place yeah you'll get like you'll fall through rocks and like get stuck in the wall sometimes or like you'll die and people won't be able to find your body even though you can like see them on your screen <laughs> right you. right yeah and i know like uh we were playing with our buddy james and and like he kept having an issue where he couldn't use his drone it was just like yeah yeah his you, game you just, just won't be able to pull your drone out or your binoculars like you just yeah. can't sp- you can't look yeah uh i was gonna say like my next point was kind of kind of talking about the same thing is like Sometimes the enemy, especially like on the hard difficulty, sometimes the enemies just have like superpowers. Oh, yeah. It's like, wait, how did you see me? It's nighttime. I'm like prone, like like lying still. And somehow I was seen. Fuck you. Uh, so sometimes sometimes people can see you and it's just bullshit. Yeah. Um, the vehicle driving was tightened up since beta. Mm-hmm. But I would say that it still feel other than motorcycles, which weirdly feels perfect. Regular cars still feel not finished. Yeah, it's not. They just feel a little bit loose. Yeah, like the the steering is a little bit too like on on ice. Yeah, and 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 it's it did it did tremendously improve from beta, but I would say that it really did. It still like doesn't feel right. Uh, 
And then I was going to say that sometimes the game can be really redundant. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like that's that's kind of a detraction for me is that like in some ways it's like I feel like I already did this mission like five times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and so that kind of bums me out, which all games kind of have that to a certain extent. But with this game, it re- and maybe that's just the way that we're playing it together. But it really does. Like sometimes I'm I'm like okay, like buckle up, we're doing the same thing again for the right. night time tonight. Uh, but with that said, it's still really fun. It just sometimes I, I I want some like more variety. Yeah, and I think that comes a lot with the like collecting things. Mm-hmm. Like as we go around and get like intel or documents or you know skill points or medals, right. a lot of that is just find a little town, go in, make sure you don't get seen, kill a mm-hmm. bunch of dudes, get the medal. If you're actually crushing through story missions, there's quite a bit of variety. Right. Uh, we did one today where like you had to sneak in without being seen, steal a truck, drive it to another place, swap it out for another a decoy truck, and then take it back that was loaded with explosives. Oh, what? take it back, drop it off, and then sneak back out <laughs> all without being seen. Okay, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's cool as fuck. And like the one we did last night where we actually went down in like the mine tunnels. Right. That so was like if tight. you're crushing through story missions, there's a quite a bit of variety. But yeah. if you're just going around from point to point, like mm-hmm. collecting things, right, which is pretty necessary in right. this game, it does it does get a little bit repetitive. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then I, I was going to say that, like, in some ways, the game feels really realistic. And then in some ways, like, it's absolutely not. And it's I hate the juxtaposition. I am annoyed. This is kind of just an annoyance. I don't think it's a problem in the game, but I do think it's annoying that, like, and we've talked about it, that uh, there's certain, like, resources that you can collect. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't share it between your party. So it's like, there will be, like, medical supplies, and I'll have to go tag it. And then Danny has to go tag it too and it's like we're right next to one another can it just count for both of us and it comes back to the like the grappling hook you already have and (laughs) you already have the ability to sell multiple items Mm -hmm. because there are other there's certain collectibles in the game Mm -hmm. that when you pick them up it counts for your whole team right like the intel Mm -hmm. counts for everyone yeah but the other things like picking up a metal or picking up resources only count for you yeah it's like so you guys already programmed that this just goes through the whole team right so like why you though? chose for it not to work like that with resources and it's it just it's one of those things that it's like I get it if it's like game breaking but if we're it just make it make it a proximity thing yeah make it to where okay if we're fifty feet in game to each other or whatever you know whatever proximity you want to set then it counts so that you can't farm it so you can't just abuse it like oh I'm on the other side of the map and I'm I'm picking up these resources and they're counting for you just make it oh if we're in the same goddamn base it counts. You know, something like that. It's just like, don't make it annoying. Right. You need to stream, like devs need to streamline games as much as possible for enjoyment, not like annoyance. Uh, and then the only other thing I was going to bring up is the repetitive voice lines. Dude, it's, it's so bad. And honestly, Horizon was the same way. Horizons, like you would come up to like merchants and they'd be like, doesn't, doesn't cost anything to look, doesn't cost anything to look. And it's like. Why did y'all both use the exact same voice line? For some like, reason, I never noticed it in Horizon, but it's a fucking nightmare in fucking Ghost Recon, yeah. dude. Yeah. I got my eyes on a small group of tangos. How many times have we heard that? Yeah. It's it's every time. Every time we come up to a new base, it's like, oh, I got I got, I got my eyes on a small group of tangos. And then the next one's like pretty much always, uh, some of them got submachine guns. It's oh, yeah. like every time. And it's like one with submachine guns over here. Yeah, and it's like, could y'all have just put in, like, just a few, just a handful yeah. more? But even the ones, even every other one doesn't, like, gr- like grip you by the balls as much as a small group of tangos. <laughs> yeah. it, and it sometimes happens, like, 
eight times in a row. Yeah. Like, even in one drone flight, yep. you can hear it, like, three or four yeah. times. It, and it, it's it, fucking crazy. Yeah, they really needed to set, like, a limiter on that fucking voice line. And it's just like, guys. So now, there's just, now it's just bits. Now yeah, we have, yeah. like, a thousand fucking, uh, oh, did you find the caches? I got eyes on a small group of mangoes. You like Johnny Johnny Depp? Do you want to go see a small group of rangos? It fucking never stops now. It's bleeding into my life. It's true. It's annoying. But anyway, overall, the game is fucking rad. I think they knocked it out of the park. There are some minor annoyances. I think there's some bugs. I you think can't there's shoot some... from motorcycles. Yeah. You also, apparently, you can do, like, vehicle drops, but you can't choose which vehicles that you want to drop in. Yeah, like, you can unlock, like, a rebel vehicle drop-off, but it's just the highest level vehicle you've unlocked. You can't change it. So you get, like, DLC vehicles, like, cool, like, camo motorcycle and, like, gold Lamborghini, but you, you just have to find those sitting somewhere. You yeah. can't call them in. That's so stupid. Yeah, it's it's a gross oversight, especially since fucking Mercenaries came out in like uh, 2002. Yeah, something like that. And they had a full enormous like menu in the game of getting to choose like what you wanted to call in. That game came out literally more than a decade ago. That being said, though, Ghost Recon Off Chain, play with your friends. So this episode is running kind of long, but we wanted to finish up just quickly touching on Thor 3. Uh, it comes out, you know, in just a little while here, uh, in a couple more months. Um, well, you know, like half a year, but mm-hmm. that's short in movie time. It's true. Uh, and uh, it was just kind of, you know, it kind of came out that um, Taika Waititi had, you know, done an interview where he said that one of his biggest influences was Big Trouble in Little China in terms of tone. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's super fucking cool because yeah. I already... And more excited about uh, Thor 3 than, like, any other comic book movie. Mm-hmm. But I love Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, you do. It's, like, one of my favorite fucking movies. It's like, a fantastic like movie. So, yeah, apparently he said, you know, first and foremost, he said Thor 3, or Ragnarok, is not a comedy. But it definitely has some, like, some of those moments. Right. And he said he felt like Chris Hemsworth was being underutilized in that regard because he's, like, super fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And you can already see, if you've watched the two short films with Thor and his roommate that Taika made, uh-huh. they're fucking hilarious. Right, right. Um, so yeah, he kind of wants to do sort of that like, you know, I'm a I'm a wild, like tough man who like goes and saves the day and I'm a hero, but I'm also like a fucking, just a chode kind of. Right, right. And that's kind of the tone that he's bringing over. Like, here's this fucking guy who's like a cool, cool dude who can shoot and gun and kick, but he's also kind of a dweeb and is kind of the butt of the joke. Right. So he's kind of taking that tone a little bit more with it. Right. Uh, and then also kind of because, you know, it's like Thor and or Bruce Banner and Thor, like buddy cop, you know, galactic road trip. Yes. That he's going to kind of make it like humorous in that regard, too. And I think that's fucking awesome. I man. do, too. I think it's, I think it's really cool. Also, like that they, they specifically even said, like, this movie is is like it's not going to be like any of the other MCU movies. And I really like that. That don't get me wrong. I love the MCU movies, but I'm glad that they're branching out and they're even tone wise wanting to do something else. And I mean, we saw that already with guardians. We guardians had a completely different tone and it worked so well. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that's the thing is that like guardians had a different tone, but guardians two is going to have the same tone. Mm-hmm. And like captain America, one, two and three all had the same tone, right? And like iron man, one, two and three all had the same tone. Thor one and two had the same tone. So I think it's really interesting that he's taking, you know, the third part of a trilogy. Right. And he's making it his own. And uh, in the article I was reading, it mentioned this, and, and I noticed this too, in the little like kind of you know costume and set leaks that we've seen, mm-hmm. it's incredibly, the palette is incredibly more vibrant than right. the first two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like there's lots of like bright blues and reds and like yeah. just, it's really like, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm fucking jazz hands about this movie. Yeah, I think it's going to be really, really, really good. Fuck yeah. That's about it for that. 
Yeah, sorry, that was that was just tacked on, but I mean, it's a cool fucking thing that we it just wanted cool to mention. Thing. We had to flap gums for a year about Game of Thrones. Anytime Game of Thrones comes up, it just goes so fucking long. Literally, as I was talking about how we went too long when we were talking about the episodes <laughs> during the season, I was doing it, and I didn't realize it. Like, yeah. I didn't realize how far we already were when I was talking about that. Yeah. But yeah, please let us know if you think we should do a Game of Thrones spinoff. We want a little bit of feedback about it, because it would be, you know, a third podcast mm-hmm. for us to do. But I would love to do it. Yeah, I would, too. Because we get into talking about Game of Thrones. We it's do. It's fun. Yeah, absolutely. See y'all next time.